0: This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode, if you will, number 703, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we're reading 1 Kings chapter 15, verses six through eight shall we pray holy father god in heaven i praise you and i thank you for the first service the first message wokeism the blob of beelzebub and thank you for giving me your strength and grace unction and anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Word, the whole counsel of God, and to preach your Holy Gospel. And we pray that as it reverberates around the world, that millions would hear the Gospel and be saved. Grant me now fresh energy, strength, unction and anointing, freedom and liberty, uh, spiritual strength, mental strength, and physical strength to preach and to teach your holy word, to preach your holy gospel, and to pray in this service and help others to pray and to go forth and be the witnesses you want them to be. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for sake, amen. Dear friends of mine, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 6 through 8, And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all the days of his life. Now the rest of the acts of Abijam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Abijam and Jeroboam. And Abijam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa, his son, reigned in his stead. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Help us always to respect it, hide it in our hearts, and help us to meditate on it and to understand it and to comprehend it and to obey it and to apply it to our lives, to share it with others, preach it to others, and preach your holy gospel from it. For the salvation of the lost. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 200. And three. We're at Psalm 1838. I have wounded them that they were not able to rise. They are falling under my feet. The destruction of our spiritual enemies is complete. Glory be to God. We may exalt over sin, death, and hell, as disarmed and disabled for us by our conquering King and Lord, Jesus Christ. May he graciously give them a like defeat within us as well, shall we pray. Holy Father God, thank you for your holy word. Thank you, Lord, for this devotional. Help us never to forget it. Help us to remember it and uh, help us to apply it to our lives when we need it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Tonight, beloved, as we move uh, to the family verses, the family segment, this is our third night in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20. Very vital for your family life. If you are a Christian and you're living godly, if you're trying to raise a godly lead and go- raise a godly marriage and family, uh, you will be persecuted by the devil and by devilish people in your family and outside of your family. Uh, you will have some devilish people in your Uh, extended family who don't like the way you do things. But little do they know, it does not matter whether they like it. And so, we're going to read this passage. Please take it to heart. And the main part you need to take to heart is that you don't need to be hating your husband or your wife. No matter how bad they may be, and everybody's bad, you must remember that it is the devil seeking to destroy them and you, and your family. And so many have, so many families have been destroyed because they never understood this truth. You need to understand that you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You do not wrestle with any human beings the woke foolishness that's going on in my extended family is is nothing but satanic, demonic foolishness trying to get me distracted from preaching God's Word. Yes, I have some family members so full of hell and the devil, they want me to stop preaching and, and, and have tried to block me from preaching on Facebook, on YouTube. On other platforms. They don't think I know it, but I know it. I know that's what they're doing. And uh, they will suffer the consequences from God for doing that. So, uh, you know, however, I'm not mad at them. I know what's happening. The devil is behind them for doing that. And I've had to deal with this for years. It is a satanic, demonic, Judas spirit. Now, watch this. Here I am preaching the gospel for seven years straight, each and every day. leaving my family to help me do so. And my family members extended hate my guts. Have not extended any support or help or anything like that. And are trying to stop me from preaching it. Trying to uh, recognize my family against God and against me. Now, here's the deal. If I was still out in the clubs, if I was out in the clubs and running women, they would, they, they would be crazy about me. If I was out in the clubs and running women and uh, getting drunk and getting high with them and was down for whatever and supporting all of their work causes, Oh, they think I was the greatest thing. Even if I was a preacher, they would think I was the greatest thing since uh, apple pie. That's how screwed up in the head people are because of the devil, see. Every last one of them ought to be supporting me and helping me and standing with me. Why are they not? Is it because of just them? Nope. It is the devil behind them. That's why I can still love them, still pray for them, still pray for their salvation, ain't mad at nobody, uh, but I don't want to be bothered with your foolishness. Because uh, the, uh, the devil's got you doing foolishness, and I don't want to be bothered. Because I, I don't have time for ballad and Tobias. I have to say to... Then the same thing that Nicodemus, not Nicodemus, but Nehemiah said to Sanballat and Tobias, I'm doing a great work and I can't come down. So don't bother me with your woke foolishness. Because I'm I'm not not down for that. I don't have time for that. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. This is what you need today when you're dealing with this uh, strong delusion that the devil has sent to the world, wokeism. You need to be strong in the Lord. Not strong in yourself, not strong in your so-called family members, but strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because if you don't put on the whole armor of of God, you're not going to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You're going to fall flat on your face. And the ones who led you to do evil and foolishness are going to laugh at you and talk about you behind your back. For we wrestle not. Against flesh and blood. Let me say it again to you. Because you people are not getting this. You, you think everything is against flesh and blood. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. You say, Preacher, has your wife shown hatred to you? Yes. You say, Preacher, has your wife ever told you that she hates you? Yes, she said it many times, but I've never told her I hate her. See, why? What's the difference? First of all, it's not me. I have good reason, humanly speaking, to hate her, but that's not in me to do. It's not about me. I know you're still thinking flesh and blood. It's not me. I'm dead. It is Jesus Christ in me. Only truly saved, born again, dead Christians. know what I'm talking about. (laughs) She's never heard me tell her I hate her. I've never felt that way towards her. But she has felt that way towards me and has said she hates me. Probably because I don't let her have her way or whatever, whatever. That's the mark of a lost person. Who says that? She said this many times, and in patois, the Jamaican broken English, and in plain English, she has said many times, "Damn you!" <laughs> I can laugh about it whether it's, it's nothing but the devil in her to do that. The devil, the devil, using her to do that. She wants to damn me to hell because she hates me so much because I won't let her have her way or whatever the case is, whatever whatever's going through her mind. But you say, well, now, wouldn't you want to divorce a woman who says things like that to you? Nope. The forgiveness was instant. Not because of me. I'm not a good person. I have a good Savior. That's all. And only the, the people who are born again and saved, they're the only ones who know what I'm talking about. They don't always know what I'm talking about. If you're lost, you can't even get your head around that at all. No matter what she did, I never told her I hate her. And I've never told her, damn you. I, 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 I can't even fix my mouth to say something like that to her or to anybody. Because you're talking about damning somebody to hell. Why? Because I know I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's not it's not flesh and blood. It is the devil behind it. And I know it's hard it's hard for young Christians to get a hold of that. It's hard. For lost people to get a hold of that. But you're going to have to get a hold of it if you're going to stay married. And if you're going to have long term relationships. Because you're going to find out very quickly that not only are you a sinner. But the other person is a sinner too. So we don't wrestle against flesh and blood people. That's See not understanding this has destroyed millions of marriages down through the years. Millions of people in the church. And some marriages are destroyed inside the home. They don't have sex anymore. They hate the ground the person walks on. They pass like two ships in the night. In the Atlantic. They won't say hi. They do the silent treatment. How many of you people doing the silent treatment? That leads, all that leads to divorce, people. And it leads to adultery. Here you are in the house all day. You don't speak. You don't talk. I'm gonna do. I'm putting the silent treatment on him, and then some of you weak effeminate men, you putting the silent treatment on her, and you rotund bodies try to squeeze in the hallway, passing by each other, but uh, and try not to touch each other, and you need to touch each other for real. That's why you get. That's why you go to church. You don't go for the law. You go to get a, a hug from Bo Peep or from Sylvia, your your weekly hug, and that's all the sex you get. Dreaming and hoping that you can somehow have him or have her, when all of that can be taken care of between you and your wife at least two three times a week, or your husband. But yet you hate. He say, preacher, how can you have sex with a woman who says she hates you? Very easily. It's never bothered me. It never hindered me. Why? Because I don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I know the devil's behind that. And I know deep down this woman does not hate me. That's the devil telling her to say that. Flesh and blood. But against principalities, that's what we're fighting against, against powers, demonic powers, demonic principalities, demonic rulers, against the rulers of the darkness. You sense some darkness in your home, sense some darkness around your spouse and all, that's the devil, man. Don't be blaming him and blaming her. They don't, some some people don't even know any better. You know there are people who are woke, and they don't even know they're woke. They've been brainwashed, and they don't even know they're ma- What well, are you going to hate those people? No. Here's what you need to do, people. You got somebody like that in your family. You you need to pray with them. Pray for I mean, Pray for them. If they will allow you to pray with them, most are demon possessed, and they won't even allow you to pray with them. You pray for them. You pray with them. If they allow you to do that. If your children allow you to, your adult children, they woke. If your adult children allow you to text them, which I think is the most intimate form of communication, really. Hardly anybody wants to receive a phone call, especially when you've been talking with them all your life. You can do some things in text that is very moving. Text them, text them. You got the email, email them. It doesn't matter whether they respond back or not. If you love people, it doesn't matter... Whether they respond, it matters that you did what you were supposed to do. What God told you to do. Now if they don't want you to text them, don't text them. If they don't want you to send an email to them, they tell you that, don't do that. It's gonna be their loss, but don't don't disrespect them. And I I mentioned something last night that I'm going to, I'm gonna to touch on again tonight. As parents with grown children, just like you want them to give you a heads up that you're coming by, they're coming by, you have to do the same for them. You don't know what your grown children are doing. See, they're not little kids at all. You can't just pop up on them, trying to catch them. I mean, you, I mean, you can do that. That's your prerogative. You can do that, and it's their prerogative not let you inside the house, not to open the door. Okay? I mean that's how it is. And if you're saved, you understand that because see if you're born again and saved, you don't mind respecting other people because God is the one who is in control of them, not you. <laughs> you don't mind respecting other people. Because God 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 should be and you should be trusting God about them. The darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness. It's a whole lot of darkness, a whole lot of wickedness wickedness in this passage, my friends. A whole lot of devilment going on in this passage right here. That's what you're fighting against. Some of you heard was I just can't explain it. Some of you why I can't explain. It. He's always dark and sad, always depressed, defeated, and disgusted. Well, are you are you praying a lot? Are you praying without ceasing? Okay, good. Are you reading the Bible with your family? Good. Are you at least reading the Bible to yourself? Good. Are you when you go out? Do you at least pass out gospel tracts? Good. Do you do a work or service in the ministry or with some uh, in your church or some other ministry? Great, good. Well, the devil is going to be on you like white on rice and black on me. You got the devil. You you got a bullseye on your back, Jack. Okay, that's all there is to it, man. And so so if you're doing all of that, the devil wants that stopped. And I just listed for you all of the darkness and all of the wickedness and the devil meant that he's pulling and and, 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 and shooting you with and all the wiles that he is dealing with you with. And who do you think he's going to choose to attack you and to hurt you and to, try and to stop you? Your own flesh and blood family. Why would he use somebody else? Well, he, 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 he knows that the people closest to you in his mind can hurt you the most. But if you have Jesus, can't anybody hurt you? Nobody can hurt you. You just roll on. And don't be sitting there trying to understand why he is this way. Why she is this way. What's wrong? And you spend half the day talking about what's wrong. Well, when they, the devil and the devil behind them, they love that because you're wasting time. You're using time. You could be serving God. And the devil loves it. He's got you distracted because you're trying to pump her up to be like she was when she, you, you first met her and this, that, and the other. sitting around waiting, pleading with her, hoping that she changes, he changes. And I want you to be happy like me. You, know? no, you can't be worried about that. Only Jesus and the Holy Ghost of God can make people happy, cheerful, and joyful. You can't. You wicked sinner. You, who do you think you are? You're not Jesus. You're not God. You didn't make her. Verse 13, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And honey, you didn't make him. You can't make people happy. Stop that. I just told my children. No, We never got caught up in giving gifts to everybody. Sending everybody cards and all that, all that, man. Foolishness. We never did that. God told me to stop that first year of my getting saved. That's a fact. That is a fact, man. God told me to stop that. The first Christmas that I spent in Keesler, at Kisler Air Force Base, wasting money, sending cards and, and all kinds of gifts and people that people don't need and don't want. And they're going do you have the receipt? Well, that means they're gonna give it back to the people and get their money, which you could have sent them in the first place. Which, that, you should. Sure, don't send them anything if they want to do that. I just told my children, don't get caught up in that foolishness. I never I, I didn't raise you to do that. Going into debt, buying people gifts that, that they don't need and don't want. And you got and they want you to send the receipt so they can take it back. What kind of Indian giving mess is that? And you'll never see it again. Ross, Ross, Roz, in the show Frasier. she got some, somebody gave her some gifts, some hippopotamuses and so forth. She did something with it and, and put it in a box somewhere and so on and so on. Frazier heard the story and asked Roger, that thing I gave you last night, last year for Christmas, oh, da, 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 what happened? Uh, I said, did something like that happened with that gift I gave you? Because I have not seen you wear it. Well, how about then? She, she fired Well, how about the gift I gave you? I haven't seen it either. How about that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? That's stupid, people. That's stupid be buying people stuff that they they, don't do I told my children today every last one of them don't be getting don't get off into that people going to use you for your money and your gifts you've never done that before and you're going to you're going to go into debt a thousand dollars two thousand dollars that you got to pay off for the next 10 years for people who don't appreciate you and don't appreciate what you gave them they already got they already have it they already have a bunch of junk that they don't even use. And it's going to go up in the closet somewhere. If they're, it they might go back to the, uh, they'll they're pull it out of where you got it from, and they'll go and get the money. Don't trade it for anything, but get the money. I told my children, no, don't, don't, don't don't, get off into that. And just tell people up front, no, don't buy me a gift, because I'm not buying you. And just tell folks up front, I'll put a stop to that. It's a waste of money, a waste of time, and, and frustration, and stress, and so forth, and so on. And, and you, you don't even need to be bothered trying to send a You're going to forget somebody, and, uh, and they're going to be mad, and something, their sister got one. and you, Don't be bothered with that. Having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your lawns good about with truth and have it on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Do something, one preacher said out in San Diego. If you can't do anything else, man, at least leave a gospel tract, a gospel pamphlet. Above all, take in the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, Which is the Word of God. You want to overcome wokeism? Read the Word of God. The only antidote for wokeism is the Word of God because it is the truth and prayer. That's it. You can talk to your children and your young adults or you baby boomers who've lost your minds. You can try to talk to people till you're blue in the face. And they're not coming out of that brainwashing foolishness. They're brainwashed. If God does not bring them out, if the Word of God does not bring them out, they're not coming out. Most of them not. They've been brainwashed. And you, what you need to uh, hunker down and do is pray without ceasing and read the Word of God, meditate on the Word of God, If they will allow you, send them the word of God. Let them know that you are teaching the word of God or preaching the word of God or whatever you do. In this day and time, you don't have to just send uh, a text or an email. You can send a video or a voice text. Whatever, give them the word of God as long as they're willing to hear it My beloved, there you have it. That's and you need that kind of praying right there. That's a whole lot of praying right there, my friend. That's a whole lot of it, praying every which way. Paul is basically saying, however you can pray, whenever you can pray, wherever you can pray, pray it. Amen. Pray it. Pray, pray, and pray. shall we pray holy father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ what a night thank you Lord for another great night with your Holy Word with your Holy Spirit with your presence and Lord I pray now that you would have mercy and grace upon uh, every family that's lost and Lord uh, save the souls in every family that does not know your Savior and help them to learn to obey your Holy Word as you taught me and others. I pray, Holy Father God, for all families that name the name of Christ. Lord, help them to confess their sins of not obeying your Holy Word and not practicing your Holy Word and help them to read this passage Ephesians 5 and 6 every day if they need to as we did so that their marriage and family can be healed. I pray Lord that you would have mercy and grace upon us all who name the name of Christ. Lord you know and we know that we have failed you. And no doubt you have spewed us out of your mouth and we deserve that. Have mercy and grace upon us, Lord. Forgive us of our sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission and all of your other commandments. And help us, Lord, to repent. And help us, Lord, to do the first works by your grace and by your power. For nothing is impossible with you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would... Lord, we do pray for the millions of people who have been impacted and hurt by the coronavirus plague and other plagues. Uh, We pray tonight that you would comfort the millions who have lost loved ones and who have people in the hospital and who have had people in the hospital. Please comfort them as only you can, draw them to yourself for salvation. And Lord, we pray not only for the millions, but Lord, we pray for the few by name as well. And Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Idaho resident Janie Marie Sanchez Ponciano. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Jose We pray for the family and friends of California resident Alfredo Medina. We commit these souls into your hands, and our souls as well. And Holy Father God, we pray for all of the thousands of people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. And we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And uh, Lord, we pray that you'll help them to keep on praying and help us to keep on praying for them. Protect them from the coronavirus plague as well as other plagues. And Holy Father God, we pray now for Pastor Buscebe, and we join him in thanking you for the souls that have gotten saved and the people healed at Starlight Secondary School We thank you for Brother Jackson, Yotoli, and his family giving them a land parcel and title deed. Please bless uh, Sinundi Church with a place of worship. Deliver Sister Agneta from demonic torment and save and comfort her family and save her soul. Please bless them to start a church near starlight secondary school please provide for the women and youth conferences and bless the bible school classes to resume next year provide them with bibles for new souls basics for orphans and widows food and water and ministry resources please deliver africa lord from drought and famine and holy father god we pray for ray williams We pray for the salvation of the perishing souls in India. We pray, Lord, for Ravi. Please bless him with the donations he needs to make this Christmas event a success and give clothes, food, water, shoes, socks, and blankets to the poor children in Pakistan. We pray for Brother Jensen. Please bless him with the Holy Spirit's mighty anointing and with all spiritual, physical, soul blessings, divine intervention, protection, wisdom, connections, and wealth blessings. Bless him with anointing from on high and gifts of your Holy Ghost. Power uh, and authority and fruits of the Holy Spirit. Help him to do your ministry and your will mightily in Jesus Christ's name. Deliver him from all curses and satanic evil works, protect him from the coronavirus, and bless him with the things that he needs in life. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for the people who have gotten saved down through the years, who believed in you uh, after hearing the gospel preached from this pulpit. And Holy Father God, we pray for the thousands who have done the same help them Lord to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and be the strong Christian disciples you want them to be and Holy Father God we pray for some by name Uh, we pray for Samson we pray for Nikki we pray for Dixon we pray for Deb and we pray for Angie we pray also for the people who have recommitted their lives to you Rossio Moxley, uh, Annie, Jackson, and Prinetta. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. And so, dear friend, if you were not here or you missed the preaching of the gospel in the previous service, allow me to say to you what Jesus Christ said, uh, as he said, the most loving, Uh, The most magnificent and the most important words ever said in the history of the world When he said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son That whosoever believeth in him should not perish that is perish in hell but have everlasting life That is go to heaven when you die so dear friend if you want to be saved from the power of your sins, the misery of your sins, and the punishment of your sins. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. And pray and ask him to save you. But the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell because of your sins. Saved to what? Saved to heaven to be with God and Jesus and uh, the angels and the saints. Well, why would I go to hell? I would go to, You would go to hell because of your sins. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. The reason why we die is not because of cancer. We die because of sin. And if we do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in this life, we will go to hell in the next life. So if you want to avoid that and get your eternal life insurance policy Squared away in this life by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ Then let's take care of that right now Believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ That he died to pay your sin debt. He was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God So the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved If you want to be saved tonight, follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. Repeatedly. I understand that I deserve to go to hell for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, Jesus sake, me all my sins. as I now believe with all of my heart. my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, son, Lord Jesus Christ who, suffered, who suffered, bled, and died, sins, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you received Jesus Christ into your heart and you prayed that prayer and meant it from your heart, in other words, you were sincere, according to the word of God himself, you are now saved. According to the word of Jesus Christ himself, you are now saved. And God cannot lie, and Jesus Christ cannot lie. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so, dear friend, to help you grow in the faith, to get you established in the faith, I want you to go to gospel light l-i-g-h-t gospel light society dot-com Go there and tap on my free book titled what to do after you enter through the door It will give you the next steps of what you need to do as a Christian and It will help you to get started right and then right below that you will see some podcasts populating on that site. Make sure you tap on those, and those podcasts will lead you to thousands of other podcasts uh, that uh, range anywhere up up close to 50 different subjects. Theological subjects, Bible college subjects, uh, if you listen to these podcasts, they will help you to grow and become a strong Christian as well. Anytime you need to uh, get a question answered or you need prayer, email us. On, uh, the email should be on your platform where you are. If not, you can email me directly at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, it's been a wonderful night with you. If the Lord tells His coming, we'll be back tomorrow night. And uh, uh, until then, pray without ceasing. Read the Word of God uh, regularly and join us in reading the Chronological Bible all the way through Thanksgiving of next year. If the Lord will so lead you, also remember the motto of the Marines: "Simplify, always faithful. And remember the motto of the Air Force boys, my boys, Semper Supra, always above. Keep your mind always above on God, And always be faithful because God has been faithful to you. And if you keep your mind on God and Jesus Christ above and heaven above, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Pray for me. If God has blessed you with lots of money, please share some with us. Uh, We need your help. Uh, And I don't want uh, anybody who is struggling and you're living paycheck to paycheck. I'm not talking to you. If you're struggling to buy food, I I do not want you to sacrifice for us. Uh, I'm talking to people that they will not miss $2,000. It's like giving $20. They will not miss $21,000. That's exactly what we need to replace everything and to do some other things so that the ministry can be ready to go on in the new year. And so please help if God leads you to help. The information is right there um, uh, on the platform that you're on. God bless you, dear friends, as the music plays. Lord willing, we'll see you next time.